Night Happens with Pinelo Mutine. Pinelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Thank you so much for staying with us. So Cheetah, that's the Chemical Industries Education and Training Authorities, has partnered with the University of Johannesburg Center of Entrepreneurship to develop their small business support program. I think this is absolutely fantastic news. They've set aside about 2.5 million rand to assist young people in the, the chemicals manufacturing sector. And they are looking for you budding young people who are interested in the chemicals manufacturing sector to, you know, sort of raise your hands and be a part of this conversation. And let's see if they can mentor you. Let's see if they can open doors for you. That's the intention of this particular program. Yeshin Pele is the CEO of the Chemical Industries Education and Training Authorities on the on the line with me this afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Pele. Good afternoon. And thank you so much for being with us. Good afternoon, Pamelo, and great to be on your show. I mean, it's absolutely wonderful. What we know is that the chemicals manufacturing sector has got some great players, but they, by and large, big ones and mid-size, but not really uh, enough people on the ground who are startups and those who are really small. And this is, I suppose, the purpose of this program. Yes, indeed. Um, They are, as you've quite correctly pointed out, uh, mostly very large uh, companies uh, involved in large corporations in the chemical sector. Uh, but in the current environment uh, where we've seen uh, approximately about 90 or just uh, more than 50 percent of SMEs in the sector and across the economy uh, filing for bankruptcy in the last six months, uh, this is extremely concerning uh, data, just given the role that small and medium enterprises play in job creation and, and economic transformation. Uh, and over and above that, you know, our own data suggests that about 97.5 percent of all businesses in the country are small and medium enterprises, Mm. and they're contributing approximately 35% to the GDP of the economy. So this is a significant contribution to the GDP of our economy and and the growth of our country. So just based on the data, there is a compelling case for more um, coordinated, structured, and collaborative efforts at developing and growing our small and medium enterprises, both in the chemical manufacturing sector and across the, the economic landscape. We, we hear that a lot, but there's always a concern for people who are on the ground, who have started, that you know access to market remains really, really challenging. There are monopolies and so on, relationships that dates decades and generations, and it's hard to get in. That is very true. And, uh, you know, just based again on, on our own data and research, um, you know, we, we although this program was initiated last year, uh, we had 50 entrepreneurs who were selected to be part of the 2.5 million rand program. Uh, and it was an 18-month virtual incubator program uh, that is coming to an end in this financial year. But precisely based on the need for more uh, entrepreneurs, especially young uh, entrepreneurs, to be part of such virtual incubator programs, and the importance of, for example, market linkages, uh, the program that we have structured with the University of Johannesburg Center of Entrepreneurship has five elements to it. Uh, The first element is the incubator and infrastructure support. The second element is business training, uh, which is in the form of a short course program at NKF Level 5. 
The third element is technical skills training. Um, the, the fourth is that of advisory, coaching, and mentorship support services. But the fifth one is what you've just mentioned, which is market linkages. And that's really helping our these SMEs to get access to markets and grow their businesses going forward. So the whole aim is to both to publicize and encourage more partnerships of this nature so that we don't reach only 50 entrepreneurs with opportunities, but we collaborate and reach far greater to make a far greater impact. So, so you've just said this has come to an end. When you say that you want to collaborate with more, does it mean you're starting the program again? Is, just explain that to me. Yes, indeed. So this is an 18-month program uh, that is coming to an end. But because it has been a resounding success, uh, in terms of 64% of the participants reported a 25% increase in their top-line revenues. So given the success of the program, our intention is to renew it and scale it following the necessary evaluation and approval process so that we reach more entrepreneurs and, as I said, make a far greater impact in our efforts at economic recovery and transformation. And, and to this end, we have opened a funding window currently as the Chemical CETA, uh, which is opened um, now in February until the 21st, and there will be another one in March, where we invite for more applications for partnerships of this nature uh, to both, to, as I said, to renew and scale such initiatives. So it's the beginning and not the end of this partnership. Mm-hmm. So, so obviously, oftentimes when you do this kind of thing, especially in the beginning, you go in with what you think is required. Having done this now and almost at the end of this first one, what, what have you discovered? What, what's the greatest need? So that's one of the areas of improvement that uh, we've identified is really to increase research into identifying what exactly are the needs and priorities of small and medium enterprises. And so the business intelligence and the industry intelligence that we're able to derive from such programs helps us to have a more evidence-based approach to supporting uh, small and medium enterprises in the country. And so what we've also been doing now is to invest in more research into small and medium enterprises. Uh, And this type of uh, research is generating new forms of interventions, which include sort of hybrid learning and training models uh, that are blended models, which include both face-to-face learning, but also digitized learning using some of the virtual platforms that are available to us. Are we seeing innovators in this space? You know, in other words, I, I would be completely disheartened if you told me that 90% of these entrepreneurs were all now going into sanitizers. I mean, it's all great now, but surely uh, at some point there'll be a saturation point. Are you seeing some lovely innovations coming through? I think this is another area for improvement is to have more plans around innovation and skills development. Um, so, yes, this program has targeted entrepreneurs for the manufacturing of uh, chemical detergents, household detergents in the main beauty cosmetic products, as well as health supplements, uh, all of which they, there is a demand for in, in the economy, uh, and that is uh, that, that the data is able to show us that. However, as you've correctly pointed out, uh, what we need is for further growth of these small and medium enterprises into larger uh, uh, enterprises that are able to create more jobs for our economy, especially in terms of the context we find ourselves in, Mm -hmm. where we see this jobs bloodbath as a result of COVID-19. And so for that reason, uh, what we have also initiated is new programs, uh, such as a Cheetah Innovation uh, Lab, Mm -hmm. which we are hoping to set up, whereby we we practice uh, or encourage open innovation practices. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and therefore, you know, we, we don't have all the answers, but certainly if we create platforms mm-hmm. such as an innovation lab or innovation mm-hmm. hub, mm-hmm. we may find ourselves developing more innovative solutions in the future. So does this mean we, we're also likely to see perhaps funding in that in that regard, in the sense that you're not necessarily building on, on the new businesses, but maybe more money going into R&D? Because you know, a, a small business sometimes doesn't have that luxury. You know, it would be nice, but they, they don't have the money for R&D. And so they, they kind of leave it on the back foot. Absolutely, Pamela. In fact, we are embarking on uh, increasing our investment spend into yearly research projects to drive research into SMME development. And so we've already partnered or we are in the process of establishing partnerships with institutions of higher learning and private sector bodies to encourage them to apply for research-specific grants. And so in this quarter alone, we've structured three research partnerships uh, with uh, the Val University of Technology, the University of Western Cape, and the Safaho Mahato Health Sciences University. And so we'll be partnering with them, for example, to look at in the pharmaceutical space, uh, uh, how do we encourage work-based integrated learning for undergraduate students working together with pharmaceutical companies in order to drive more participation uh, in that particular sector of the economy. So it is an area that we've prioritized for further growth in terms of our grant allocations. Mm. So so at what levels are we looking at these participants? So who, who are these people you're looking for? In case somebody's listening, what, what were you looking for? So currently, our partnerships are structured uh, together with directly with institutions of higher learning mm. or with private sector bodies. Uh, and so what we do is when we structure these partnerships, I mean, currently we have about 28 partnerships with the uh, TVET colleges across all nine provinces. Uh, we have a partnership with the Gandhi Mandela Center of Specialization for Artisan Skills in the country. Uh, and so through these partnerships, uh, the, the, the institutions themselves would undergo a selection criteria, uh, which would then be open to learners, especially unemployed learners, to then uh, apply for uh, participation in these programs. And so, for example, the one that we've referred to uh, would have been undertaken by the University of Johannesburg, uh, which would have selected a particular uh, range of candidates. In the program that I've just mentioned, we were quite excited in the sense that uh, 60% were, for example, uh, young women who were on the program. So we're encouraging more uh, young women to be uh, involved in the SMME space. Uh, a significant po- proportion, over 50%, were from rural uh, communities, and a large po- proportion were also youth. So we, we target the specific sectors uh, of our population who are in greater need of this type of support. But as I said, the actual applications are done to the institutions themselves who we have partnered with. Mr. Pele, I am going to challenge you on that one. You have got to open up the space. I came across a young lady, and this was a, a project that was live, uh, uh, led by the school, a science uh, project. And they were a rural-based project. They had solutions for what we were looking for. And they had come up with solutions for our, our energy needs. And this was done by a couple, a couple of uh, science experiments with cow dung, and some, I mean, some of this is indigenous knowledge. But the point is that they had done this in their in their laboratory in their science class. And what I'm trying to say to you is that unless we get them younger, we're always going to be chasing the unemployed. Why are we not opening this up to even high schools? Because they are doing some wonderful things there. Mm. 
Absolutely, yeah, Pamela. And you'll be quite uh, excited, I know, uh, as we accepted your challenge, that we are really putting together a youth in chemicals uh, program that's going to look at the entire value chain to Mm. say, let's start at the school level, for example. Uh, There are career guidance support services that are, are never enough. Uh, Yes, they are being undertaken, but we need to expose our younger people at a very young age with entrepreneurship knowledge and skills so that they combine the indigenous indigenous knowledge together with entrepreneurship knowledge and skills. And so what are the other types of support that is available? Mm. Uh, And and we link the bursaries, the internships, the learnerships with career guidance, and you have a a package of support services, a sort of portfolio of initiatives Mm -hmm. in one program from the that that actually feeds into a value chain of support that we started to offer. So these these are new programs that we've initiated, and we hope through our open innovation practices that we'll be identifying those the entrepreneurs that you've just mentioned mm. who will be selected to be part of, of the kind of support that we offer. Please may I take a quick break, and I'm also going to ask that we get uh, calls coming through just to ask you a few questions about maybe how people can participate and maybe some of the challenges that other people who are already in the sector are facing. 011-714-2006 is the number to dial. You may be, you know, you may know somebody who's in the sector. You may have a young person who's interested and doesn't really know how to go about it. So you can start also sending those WhatsApp notes on 0614-104-107. I'm in conversation with Mr. Yeshin Pillay, CEO of Chemical Industries Education and Training Authority. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.1 FM in Bombela. I'm in conversation with Mr. Yeshin Pillay, CEO of Chemical Industries Education and Training Authority. We are discussing their partnership with UJ, and uh, they have got uh, a beautiful partnership that they started a few months ago, and it's almost nearing its end, but they are now extending this program where they are looking for SMMEs in the chemical sector to the chemical manufacturing sector to talk to them and and maybe get onto their program, which will address a few of their challenges and also mentor them in some way. In some way. Mr. Pillay, one of the things, we, we had an incubation hub here at SAFM, and one of the things that we, we were concerned about after many, many um, young people we spoke to was they may have the skills they may also get to that to to the to that market but oftentimes the hindrance would be the capacity so once the the client says yes i want but i want at this capacity they just don't have the capacity they just don't have the money or or the capacity to deliver how are we going to assist those young people i think this this really points to the need for uh, a very complete comprehensive and clinical program that addresses both financial and non-financial support. Mm. Uh, and so oftentimes the focus is always on financial support. Yeah. Uh, but if we look at the aspects of the non-financial support, uh, what, uh, you know, how do we ensure that your business is sustainable uh, going forward through whether it be advisory services, mentorship services, or as you said, you know, how do you produce the right volumes at the right quality in order for uh, your, your clients to then make sure that they continue to procure for you from you over the long run and so it's issues of sustainability mm. that we really need to start focusing on and have clear targets uh, the sustainability rate of um, you know small and medium enterprises in the country is extremely low but mm. if we can increase that over a five to ten year period we should be able to address those concerns uh, that you've highlighted
You spoke a little bit about um, where young, young people are, are at least introduced to the sector. How much capacity do we need to build into that, into at least even the interest into the sector at, at, at a, a school level? Right now, uh, if you look at the chemical sector, we've got about 169,748, if I'm not mistaken, jobs that are in the sector. Mm. That has declined to just over 162,000 uh, in the last quarter in terms of the, st- the data we have from Stats SA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and, and combined with that is if you look at your, your demand for uh, key occupations in the sector, mm. um, you know, we, we see a shortage of key skills such as chemical engineering, mm. Uh, where we currently have a demand for about 2,148 chemical engineers in the country, or at least in the sector for that matter. Uh, And we are not producing enough of the, the, you know, the demand to meet the demand. And that Mm. goes for other occupations as well, such Mm. as mechanical engineers, Mm. chemical plant controllers, which are more than 8,100 of them are needed, but we only have the capacity to produce just over 2,200 chemical plant controllers. And so what is really in need is for, uh, you know, to match the demand with the supply of Mm. the required skills. And this is where we are focusing on more collaboration, Uh, collaboration across CETAs, across uh, both public and private sectors, so that with the scarce resources we have, we are able to optimize and and through uh, more clinical programs, reach more of the uh, both entrepreneurs, but also the learners in need. Mm. Gary, you're calling from Durban. Good afternoon. Thanks for your call. Thank you very much. Uh, I would like to know, my daughter is in the air and beauty industry. Mm. So with the vision of uh, like, uh, producing and manufacturing of uh, air products and beauty products, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, how can uh, she be helped uh, in regards with the, the production of uh, those things? Does, it inv- does this chemical uh, thing involve uh, like air products and beauty products as well. Yes, I, my understanding is from Mr. Pillay. Yes, it does. But but is 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 your daughter in an institution at the moment? Has she been out of uh, education for a long time? Where is she at? Uh, she's uh, she's uh, out of education at the moment. She's uh, completed a metric and some other studies and air and beauty studies. Mm-hmm. So uh, she has this vision of producing uh, locally, like you know, for the local market sure. and. Uh, uh, air and beauty products. Yeah, so, Mr. Pillay, yeah. Mm-hmm. H- how do we get people who are not in 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 these, um, you know, the seaters perhaps incorporated into pro- programs like these? So our, our initial aim was to scale this program. Uh, if you look at our current program with the University of Johannesburg, uh, it is focused on three or four main areas: uh, support for people in the Greater Johannesburg area, mm-hmm. Model Fontaine. Soweto and Orange Farm. Mm -hmm. And this was precisely because of the the location of the University of Johannesburg and Center of Entrepreneurship in order to meet the needs of surrounding communities. So our aim is therefore to say we have a branch uh, or regional office of uh, the Chemical CETA in in Durban, for example, Mm -hmm. and uh, they are working with companies um, in the the province uh, in KZN to ensure that we don't only have a program of this nature, you know, in the greater Johannesburg area, but we partner with institutions of higher learning in KZN uh, and other provinces for that matter, where we do have capacity 
collaborate and start to support um, you know uh, such um, individuals who may be in need of uh, so the, in, in essence we do not have a program right now as we speak mm-hmm. um, in, in KZN but the plan is to scale these programs to reach those type of entrepreneurs who are producing beauty products. Okay, Gary, my, my suggestion is get your daughter to be in touch with the CETA in KZN, okay, so that she's in their mailing list, so that she in may touch, know. In touch with who? The CETA in KZN, okay. It's the a chemical, CETA. The, the CETA, S-E-T-A, the CETA. And, and so that she can get into their mailing lists, get them to, you know, to send her information so that when they bring this program to Durban, she'll be able to be on that list. Yeah, but what, what the contact uh, All right. details? I, I, we'll do that. At the end of this conversation, I will send out the contact details. All right, Gary. All right. Mac, you're in Durban. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. Hi. Uh, I, I want a bit of a concern. Mm. You know, I hear that Mr. Belay talks about they uh, uh, partnering with uh, colleges, uh, institutions of higher learning mm-hmm. and those type of things. Yes. But there are some of us who are SMMEs, who are skill development pra- uh, providers, yes. that they have this kind of um, what call it, accreditation yes. with, for instance, entrepreneurial skills. And yes. Also have chemical plant, because I heard you talked about chemical plant operators, for yes. instance, as an occupational certificate from the mm-hmm. from the QCTO. Mm-hmm. But we, a small guy, I'm sorry to say the word small guys, we do not get the same assistance or the help that these uh, government institutions are having. And I feel that is unfair. We should have also been included in it. I'm from KZN. Mm-hmm. And whenever you try to contact the CETA within KZN, mm-hmm. you have many, many problems because nobody even answers your call or come back to you. And these, you and these are the problems that we're having. I How can Mr. Pillay make sure that small SMMEs or the SDPs in entrepreneurial skills that can deliver those kind of service yeah. as well as training? Mm-hmm. You remember he talked about 8,000 yeah. people who have been operating. Why doesn't he also let us, uh, a collaboration, let us let us talk in Devon. Let him call a, 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 a workshop or what, a virtual, whatever the case may be. Maybe then we can be incorporated. Then yeah. our, that our questions can be answered. And many children can then be incorporated from schools, as you said earlier, in high mm-hmm. schools. Mm-hmm. Because those things are not happening. I'm also chairman of a governing body, and it doesn't happen because nobody comes to us. Mm. Thanks, Mac. Thanks for that, Mac. Mr. Pallet, you can hear that the, the need is great. It's great. So you've, you've started, and then it seems to me like you need to quickly make sure that you expand some of the work that you're doing already. Indeed, certainly we, we really need to, um, I mean, what we've already started to do, uh, Pamela, is to look at, uh, you know, we, we, we generally have research skills um, or uh, you know, skills forums, uh, stakeholder forums, where we reach out to stakeholders uh, in the communities, etc. But with the current COVID context, we've now resorted to having smaller uh, stakeholder skills forums. Uh, uh, arranged through our virtual platforms, uh, whereby we would get feedback. And I think I take the point that we need to start getting more feedback so that we improve our programs. I really wish we had unlimited resources Mm. uh, because that would allow us to support all the applications that we get through the grant window. Unfortunately, as with any organization, and not only private, uh, public sector organizations, resources are limited. And they are far more limited in the current environment. But it's not to say that we're doing nothing about that or just complaining about that. We have uh, reviewed our strategies and now looking to be more innovative and say, well, let's then look at how do we maximize and collaborate with other CTAs, with other organizations, so that when we make whatever investments we are making, 
uh, we are able to maximize the reach and not only have 50 entrepreneurs, but 500 entrepreneurs, SMEs, on a particular program. So these are the trends that are in the pipeline uh, going forward. And, and I'm sure as we get more feedback, as, as we open up our innovation um, uh, practices and, and, and hubs and labs, we'll be able to restructure these programs so that we have a more greater impact on the communities themselves and have that. And, and these are not the only opportunities, Pamela, that we offer. We also offer opportunities for subject matter experts who can register on our database as moderators and assessors to assist with workplace approvals for skills programs. I'll tell you what, Mr. Pillay, I I was meant to end this conversation, but it seems like there's quite a demand to speak to you. I'm going to ask to pause there so that we can go to the headlines and then I'll come back with some voice notes and some of the questions coming through. It's 2.30. I beg your pardon, Zuleka, we are slightly late for the headlines. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.1 FM in Bombela. Hi, good afternoon. My name is Ali. Um, I'm listening to your show with uh, keen interest. Um, I would like to find out uh, from your guest um if they do offer like bursaries like i've got a son who's at uh, cape town uh, who's doing who's just uh, qualified in his diploma in the analytical chemistry but now he's and en- he has enrolled for a-, a degree in the chemical engineering are they any bursaries that they might be offering for students who are still uh, uh, on their on their learning path. Uh, thank you. I'll listen on the radio. All right, Mr. Yeshan Pillay, CEO of Chemical Industries Education and Training Authority, is on the line with us. I'm so sorry that we've had to extend our time, but this is, I promise you, the very last question, Mr. Pillay. No, it's, it's perfectly fine, uh, and I think some very uh, important questions being raised. Uh, in terms of bursaries, it's one of the key programs that we're also going to extend in terms of our scope. And the reason being is that in the current context, uh, we've seen a number, uh, an increase in the number of applications for bursaries, uh, given the impact on the economy, the devastating impact of COVID-19 on the economy. And for that reason, we've looked at our bursary program and with the resources that we have, we've decided to look at partnerships with other institutions of higher learning and structured partnerships with them. For example, on chemical engineering, which the caller has just mentioned, we are looking to partner with select institutions to have at least 100 to 200 bursaries over the next financial year as a start, but also look at other institutions of higher learning who may be interested. And when that is then structured and ready for implementation, we'll be able to publicize that information on our website uh, and also on our social media handles to ensure that people have easy access in terms of applying for those bursaries. So yes, we will be offering more bursaries in terms of chemical engineering and other chemical related fields. All right. Um, I have got here um, at least some some details where people can get through. And I, I don't know if this I just want to make sure that it's the right um, address to get hold of this information. It would be on gms.cheetah.org.za. Is that where people can go to to get more details? Yes, they can use that. Alternatively, they could also use for all inquiries uh, info at chieta.org.za. Uh, and our website is www.chieta.org.za. Thank you so much for making the time to talk to us, Mr. Pillay, and thank you very much for, for at least extending some time with us. Thank you. 
Thank you, Pamela. A privilege to be on your show. Mr. Yeshan Pillay, CEO of Chemical Industries Education and Training Authority.